Welcome to the Holistic Psychiatry Podcast. I'm Courtney Snyder, a physician and holistic adult and child psychiatrist. In this episode, I'll be focused on winter solstice and the meaning that we can glean from it, as well as the arrival of winter. So this is titled Honoring the Darkness, Trusting the Light, and Welcoming Winter. Number one, winter solstice marks the shortest day of the year and the longest night. And I want to read a description that comes from an article by Forrest Brown. Because Earth is tilted on its rotational axis, we have changing seasons. As the planet moves around the sun, each hemisphere experiences winter when it's tilted away from the sun and summer when it's tilted towards the sun. Scientists are not entirely sure how this occurred, but they think that billions of years ago as the solar system was taking shape, the Earth was subject to violent collisions that caused the axis to tilt. Number two, ancient cultures as early as the end of the Stone Age, beginning about 10,200 BC, observed the winter solstice. This return of the light continues to be celebrated with feasts, and fire and light. Whether we consider ourselves religious, spiritual, or neither, this time of year continues to have much of the planet in a spirit of celebration, awe, and a recognition of the needs of others. Number three, light. Whether you celebrated Hanukkah or will celebrate Christmas or Kwanzaa, You're likely lighting candles or turning on the lights of a tree or in your home. You're literally bringing light into darkness, and when you do, you're likely taken aback. You may stop, sigh, and take in the moment. You might notice how something as simple as lighting a candle can be a reminder that darkness is eventually followed by light. Number four, arrival of winter. Despite the celebrations, we now have winter ahead of us. This too can be an opportunity. I used to dread winter, but now love the barrenness of it all. I love that for the next three months, the trees behind our house will allow me to see the sunrise each morning. I love the clarity, the simplicity, the getting back to the basics of life. Number five, these words by John O'Donohue help me fall in love with winter. Quote, Within the grip of winter, it is almost impossible to imagine the spring. The gray parish landscape is shorn of color. Only bleakness meets the eye. Everything seems severe and edged. Winter is the oldest season. It has some quality of the absolute. Yet beneath the surface of winter, the miracle of spring is already in preparation. The cold is relenting. Seeds are waking up. Colors are beginning to imagine how they will return. Then, imperceptibly, somewhere, one bud opens and the symphony of renewal is no longer reversible. From the black heart of winter, a miraculous breathing plentitude of color emerges. Number six, the dark night of the soul. When we're struggling with chronic illness or chronic symptoms, it can be hard to imagine that change will come. I think of the dark night of the soul as those times when our suffering is so great, the only way out is to find another way to approach our life. For me, that came when I let go of trying to dominate my body and micromanage my health from my left brain. 
I accepted and came to peace with the reality that I may never get any better than I was. As bad as the chronic fatigue, the physical pain, the unexpected neurologic symptoms, and the ruminations, these were not as destructive as my obsessive quest to conquer them. When I finally surrendered, my healing began. The light started to return. Soon my answers started to show up. As with any dark night of the soul, I came out the other side with more compassion, especially for those struggling physically and or emotionally. I continue to carry a deep sense of gratitude for that especially dark time in my own life. Number seven, radical gratitude. Much has been written about the benefits of gratitude. Radical gratitude is what we have when, instead of it resisting uncomfortable feelings, fear, anger, sadness, resentment, we have gratitude for those feelings. Thank you. Thank you for this fear. Thank you for this anger. Thank you for this sadness. Thank you. This can be much more powerful than it sounds. As the feeling dissipates, we can also be grateful for being human. And later, we can be curious about what our feelings might be trying to tell us about our circumstances or what might be going on in our body. Number eight, noticing the rhythms of the natural world. Just as we can trust the natural rhythms of nature, including the rising and setting of the sun, we can trust the natural rhythms of our life. Number nine, spring equinox. It's when the length of the day will roughly equal the length of the night. The days will have found a moment of balance that, of course, won't last. Such are the rhythms of life. Number 10, rituals. Whether it's religious, spiritual, or simply a physical act that activates certain neuronal pathways, rituals can create internal shifts. If you are having your own dark night of the soul, a regular ritual of lighting a candle may help bring some sense of peace and hope. I'd love to know how you bring light into the darkness, literally or metaphorically. Wishing you hope and peace this holiday and winter season. If you're interested in receiving these newsletters or podcasts directly into your mailbox each week, please consider subscribing at CourtneySnyderMD.com or on Substack. Until next time, take care.